You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a family moved to Napa and created one of the largest private wineries in the world. The Year the Home Button Died by David Pierce The most convincing lie Steve Jobs ever told was, you already know how to use it. For years, Apple crowed about its ability to build gadgets that were so simple and obvious, they were practically ingrained, as if you could emerge from decades of cryogenic freeze and instinctively understand how to 3D touch the camera app icon and snap a selfie. Need proof? Just look at this adorable video of a two-year-old already playing games on her iPad. That notion, of course, is false. Apple's very good at teaching people to use products through ads, videos, even the setup process on their devices. But nobody's born knowing how to use an iPhone. But in 2017, Apple did away with the home button. It's not the only company to do so, but it's the most prominent one. For the iPhone X, Apple replaced the obvious thing, the button you subconsciously want to push just because it's right there, with a small horizontal line you're supposed to know to swipe up on, or swipe up halfway on, or swipe down on. Nothing has buttons anymore, really. The future of tech, at least from what we saw this year, is filled with complex much more versatile and complex than anything that came before. And the companies making those products are increasingly forcing users to figure things out for themselves. Empty words. Voice assistants like Alexa and Siri are probably the best example of this phenomenon. Every company who makes one of these assistants grapples with the same problem. Users don't know how to use them. They figure out the wake word thing pretty fast, and sure, they know how to ask their Echo to play music or set timers. But Google, Amazon, and the rest want these assistants to become a constant companion, helping and participating in your entire life. They need to find ways to explain their capabilities, so users can discern the difference between that didn't work and it can't do that. Those distinctions are hard to communicate, especially on a device with no screen. And yet the people making Siri, Cortana, and the others are surprisingly relaxed about the process. They all say essentially the same thing. Since the interface is so simple, people will just try stuff, and getting it wrong doesn't really matter. It's just a matter of trial and error. So far, though, that approach doesn't work. 
A study in early 2017 found that nearly 70% of Alexa skills were zombie skills that next to nobody was using. Even when users found a skill, there was only a 3% chance they'd still be using it a week later. Another study found that only 14% of people reported using their assistant more than a few times a day across all platforms. Users are discovering the very basics of their assistants and enjoying them, but not digging much deeper. Act natural. The computer interfaces of 40 years ago were fundamentally unlike anything people had seen before, so of course they had to help them figure stuff out. Lots of early computers were made to look like people's actual desks, so they know what to do. Notepads look like notepads, torn yellow paper and all. Desktops look like desktops, save buttons look like floppy disks. Computers were an alien species, camouflaged to look a little more familiar. Fast forward four decades, though, and users understand their computers better. So companies can try new, more experimental and useful things. But as new interfaces like AR and voice come into vogue, we seem to be skipping the hand-holding part. Because in theory, these interfaces are so much more natural and human-like. The companies behind them think everyone will instantly be a power user. But that won't be true. Sure, the startup environment in Microsoft's mixed reality system looks like a house, but the only way to move around your VR house is to teleport, which is probably not how you currently navigate your two-bedroom. The controllers are kind of like your hands, but you can't just grab or poke stuff. You still have to learn the rules, and you figure out for yourself what you can and can't touch, which is fine, except nobody's doing much to teach you, because it's supposed to be so natural that you already know how to use it. It's the same with voice, by the way. Yeah, voice is natural. We all know how to speak, sure. But nobody instinctively says, Hey Google, let me talk to Todoist. It's okay that we have to learn these things and that tech companies need to teach them. But they're not teaching them. They're just hoping you'll try a bunch of stuff and figure it out. That or the tech will eventually get so good that you will be able to use it however you want. Either one's going to take a while and neither one is certain to work. Until then, we're stuck in a trough of user interaction where you can sort of sense how things should work, but they don't work that way. Going home. Here's the good news. After two months with the iPhone X, I don't really miss the home button anymore. It took a while, but I figured it out. I'm okay with the trend in phones toward bigger devices with fuller screens and slightly more ambiguous interfaces. Billions of users spent a decade learning how to use them, and now we know, so we can try new stuff. But as we move into new categories and interfaces, Tech companies ought to not forget what made the home button great. It gave users permission and freedom to explore because there was always a way home when things went wrong. And especially with early technology, no matter how supposedly smart or natural, things are going to go wrong. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this family created one of the largest private wineries in the world right now. We started making wine in 1948, one bottle at a time. Today, We produce nearly 20 million cases a year. Chubb has helped us grow for the past 30 years. They helped us prevent equipment problems during harvest and provided guidance when we started exporting internationally. Now we're working with them on cybersecurity. My grandfather taught me to make a wine that overdelivers. Chubb overdelivers. Hear more stories at chubb.com/podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. 
and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.